As I was, uh, you know, looking at the, the first reading, it occurred to me that many of you may not know how the readings are chosen. Do, do you know how we pick the readings for Mass? Do you, do you think I just pick them? I don't. So anyway, this book is called The Lectionary. Some of you know this, I know, but some of you don't. This book is called The Lectionary. And lectionary just means, you know, it's a collection of readings. So basically, really smart scripture scholar types got together and put together all these readings. And generally, for the most part, it follows the formula on Sunday of an Old Testament reading, a psalm response, which comes from the book of Psalms, and then a New Testament reading, and then a gospel reading, right? I mean, you, you're aware of some of those things, like, you know, the gospel and psalm. But the, the Old Testament reading is usually thematically very close to the gospel. There's usually a very close connection, and, and so there's a specific tie-in there. The second reading is, uh, you know, sometimes connected, sometimes a little bit more uh, somewhat, somewhat loosely connected. All right, so when you hear that first reading today, you know, it's very short. The book, you know, from the book of the prophet Amos. You have this very short snippet about Amos. You know, and when I read it initially, I was like, well, so? So what? You know, so basically you have this priest from Bethel throwing Amos out of the city, out of the town. Amaziah, get out of here. And, you know, you might think, well, why is that there? What's the point of that? Reading being stuck in the mass because the context of the prophet of Amos isn't there. You know, why, why Amos is prophesying and what his message was, none of that is really the point of, of why this particular reading is stuck where it is in the mass, okay? The, the reason this reading is stuck there is, has to do with who Amos was, who Amos was. So he, you know, this priest throws him out of there. Remember, nobody likes prophets. Everybody hates prophets. Why? Because prophets are always telling the people what's wrong with them, right? It's, and they're always, they're always telling people to repent. So it's basically like Lent all the time, right? So the prophets are basically perpetual Lent. You know, this is why you're wrong. This is why you're wrong. Go to confession, go to confession, go. It'd be like that all the time. So after a while, that would, you know, that rub you the wrong way, obviously. Um, so Amos was, was doing that, and, and obviously they got tired of him. And so, so this priest is, is saying, get out of here, essentially. I'm obviously, you know, I'm obviously not giving you the full story. But Amos, Amos's response is, hey, look, I'm just a shepherd and a dresser of sycamores. In other words, I'm just a shepherd and a farmer. I'm not even a professional prophet, is basically what he's saying. I was out there in the field, and God said, go and do this thing. Go prophesy and tell the people why they're, why they're bad. And in his context, it was because they were oppressing the poor. So go and tell them why they're bad. Give them the, my message. That's all I was doing is, look, I'm, I'm just this guy. I'm just this regular guy out in the field, and God plucked me out of there to give this message. That's all I am. 
I don't really know anything beyond that. So quit persecuting me. It's kind of what he's saying. Now, this is, this is why the reading is stuck there, is because of who Amos is. Just a regular guy being called to do something for God. That's the point, okay? Because then the connection with the gospel is Jesus takes the apostles two by two and sends them out. And who are the apostles? Regular guys. Fishermen, you know, just regular kinds of guys who, they're not professional apostles. I mean, yeah, they've, they've had a little bit of on-the-job training, but Jesus doesn't really give them a whole lot of instruction. I mean, we're told what he, you know, he, he, he instructs, you know, take nothing for the journey but a, a stick, no food, no sack. It's good to know. No money. But you should wear sandals. Thanks. Uh, don't take a second tunic because it's important to smell bad. <laughs> and, you know, stay in a house until you leave. That's great advice. It just sounds silly. Whatever house you go to, stay there until you leave. Right, because that's what everyone does. You stay there until you leave. And then, okay, well, here's an important point. Look, you know, if they don't receive you, shake the dust from your feet. In other words, just go. You know, give the message of repentance. If they don't receive you, you just go. It's fine. Whoever receives the message, you continue to, to give them the message. If they don't receive it, just move along. All right, so they went out, and that was it. Regular, regular men, given very little training. They had other jobs that they were good at. They were good at all these other things, but they weren't really particularly special or skilled at this other stuff that God wanted them to do: preaching repentance, you know, uh, you know, sharing the faith uh, that that the Lord had had shared with them. They weren't particularly special. They weren't particular, particularly from anything we could tell at the time, even good at it. So this is the connection, right? Between those two readings. The second reading is kind of connected today because it, it talks about how we are called and chosen to share in this. Every one of us is called. Amos was called, the apostles are called, and we are called. It's not just me because I'm a priest, I'm called. Every single one of us is called. Every single one of us call, is called to be a disciple of Christ. And so I'm called in a particular way. You're called also in particular ways. And so what's very important is to understand that your call as the laity is to spread the faith out there. That's not my job. That's why I don't go out there. It's scary. I go out there sometimes, but that's not my job. My job is to talk to you and to tell you to get out there. <laughs> go ahead, get out there. You know, That's your job. That is the responsibility of the laity to take what you receive and to go out and share your faith. And, you know, I've talked to, of course, I've talked to a lot of laity about this. And a lot of people have said to me, Father, I don't really feel qualified. Guess what? No one does. Father, sometimes I feel embarrassed to talk about the church. So do I. Father, sometimes, you know, a lot of things happen in our church that are kind of scandalizing. Yes, that's right. 
And so therefore it makes it difficult. Yes, it does. Imagine how difficult it is to be a priest. It's hard. It's very hard. Well, sometimes it's hard to talk about just having faith in Jesus in a world today. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But what we have to remember is that the Lord does not send, he didn't send Amos out to be successful, and he didn't send the apostles out to be successful. He just sent them out. He didn't send them out with a quota. You know what I mean? He didn't say, okay, I, I send you out and convert this many people or come back with this many conversions. He didn't say that. He just said, look, I send you out to share what you have. And every single one of us has an opportunity to share something. And sometimes it might be just in a moment, you know, to say to, a, to another guy, hey, yeah, I go to church. You, do, you go to church? Yeah, I go to church. We have this awesome priest. <laughs> you know? All right, well, you might want to leave that out. But yeah, I go to church. You pray? Yeah, of course I pray. I mean, God is, you know, God is God, you know? Of course I pray. Share something simple. That's it. It doesn't have to be profound. That's fairly profound in today's world. You know, to just share, to, 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 to draw a line in the sand and to say, I believe. I believe in something that is true. I believe in goodness. I believe that evil exists and we, we ought to avoid it. I believe that good ought to be pursued. I believe that, that God is, is, is my savior and that he died on the cross for me and that I find him at church and that despite the messiness of, of my church and even my community, that, that God is still there and that God works through it all, through the mess, because that's what he always does. He works through the mess of my life and he works through the mess of the church. He works through it all. That's what he's always done. He works through the mess of humanity such that he died on the cross to make it all right. Just sharing a little bit is what we're called to do. It doesn't have to be this big and profound thing. It just has to be a little bit of courage to stand up and say, I believe, I believe, to extend ourselves and to make ourselves accountable. Please stand.